so you don't have to get ready. The star, the star. Yeah, yeah, y'all already know, y'all already know. Seven the pants, seven the pants. That dude fizz on the fizz on the feet. Yeah, yeah. We live in entertainment, entertainment. Sound change, sound change, sound change. Round the king, round the king, round the This is where it get ill. About to have a tip off live as a tip drill. From the court to the diamond to the track to the big skin flying round the fields. Oh, and five forever keeping it real. If it matters in the world of sports, world of sports, teams and all seeds, they taking no shorts. So hot the death. Oh, yes, these other sports podcasts live as a pro's course. This market wave is starting five goes off, goes off. No matter who you cheer for, emotions out the window. They analyze it with clear thoughts, clear thoughts. They take it way deeper than the force ever force ever. No longer got any use for the four letters. The latest news, score stats in the view from the sideline. Ain't no guideline, it's just the truth, just the truth. Yeah. No need to dig for a part in line. It's always in season if people start five, start five. We going in on three, run the baseline, start five, get We got what you need, what you need. If the sports news you see, we don't waste time. We talking cause we live it. We got what you we need. What you need. Yeah. We going in on three. Run the baseline. Start five. Get it. We got what you we need. What you need. And y'all know me. Seven sign. I'm the illest cat. Stick. I got what you need. 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 We back with more of what you need. The last episode of the year. This is the Star Five Podcast. It's your boy, the mayor, that DJ named Ace Five, your mom's favorite fat guy, definitely from a deepest, darkest Africa, surrounded by people who try to colonize everywhere they move, but I digress on that. As always, hit that box next to TJ's head, the Hookshrub box. Hookshrub.com, 20% off your order using the code starting five. And as I point to the same person who's smoking what I'm about to light up, what up? What up, what up? What's up, gentlemen? Hope you had a good holiday and birthday, Mr. Mr. Dinkins. You know, hope your holiday was good. Just speaking of Lisper, he had a hectic holiday, it seems, <laughs> with the kids in Florida. But it worked out. Glad to hear it. And, uh, yeah, my holiday was good. My daughter's home, so anytime I get to see her, it's always a good thing. Can't complain about that. And uh, I got some good cigar gifts this year. I got two traveling humidors, one a big one to, like, take on longer trips, one to carry, like, three cigars in. So I'm really excited to use those this year. I'm really happy about that. They they really hit the nail on the head this year with the Christmas gifts, so I'm I'm really excited about that. So, um yeah, it's been a good holiday. It's un it's unseasonably warm out here today, and that's why I'm outside smoking a cigar because it's like 51 degrees with high humidity, and I'm not complaining in the middle of December. But it is what it is. I can smoke outside. I'll take it every day. And uh, that's it. What's up, Lisper? What's up? I, I got some good. I got a good gift for Christmas. Um, but I pay for it because I got to take all of the children. <laughs> Um, to Disney World, and and I and, and it's hectic. 
I enjoy it. You know what I mean? I enjoy that time with my children. And you know, I, I was upset because Brittany, me and Brittany is not on the same page. And so this year she couldn't go. And um, and she thought that that was going to affect the trip. And I was like, uh-uh, hold my beer and my condoms because I'm, I'm going on this trip and I'm taking these kids and I don't give a fuck. And I thought like, damn, I'm going on this trip with, without Brittany. You know what I mean? I thought it was going to be bad. In actuality, it was, I don't want to say it was better, but it was like a different vibe because now I felt more, I felt more than I felt more involved. I felt more like when it's all you had them good. all to yourself, bro. You had yeah, them all to yourself. Great. And it was great. Now, financially, it was a hurt piece because she was like, if I ain't going, I ain't got no money. You know what I mean? But so financially, I was like, great <laughs> with me here. But as far as the trip is concerned, we didn't miss a beat, bro. We ain't miss a beat. And I appreciate that. And um, I just did my year in uh episode of my podcast, the Lister podcast, right? And 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 I was just thinking about you guys because I was thinking that it was crazy that I'm going into a new year. I'm going into a new season of the Lister podcast. I'm going into the new podcast and the event's going to start. I'm going to start five. And and to just think a few months ago, 2024 wasn't going to be none of this for me. I wasn't going to be doing none of this. And now my New Year's resolution is to talk more shit. <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's wild how a couple of months in a couple of situations can turn your whole life around. But... Could change your it, it, three months can change your life forever, brother. That's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Three months. All, all, three months. All it take. All it takes is one gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> all, it takes is, all it takes is one gunshot or one push to the face and knockout. Yeah, definitely does. I'm glad you said what you said about the kids with the kids with the trip because that's how I felt when I went on my first adult trip with my daughter last year. It was just me and her, and that was just an awesome time. We bonded differently than we normally would have bonded, like when she when I normally see her. So. I get what you're saying. The feeling was just, it was just love. And the you was happy, the kids was happy, my daughter was happy. I, I get exactly what you're saying. It's just a different vibe when it's just you and them by yourself. And you, yeah, you know, you, 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 you share stuff that you're not going to share with nobody else. It's different well, for yeah, you because well, I'm you saying, have a no, whole I'm just saying, I just, Yeah, yeah, it is. But I'm just saying, I, I just understand his vibe and with his kids because he had them yeah, all together yeah, to yeah. himself. So that's what I was... True indeed. That's what I was trying to say. But yes, when they're all adults, they'll be paying for their own shit. So he'll be happy with that. <laughs> well, <laughs> you thought they for their own shit? Like, they won't pay for their own shit. Now they going with this. Uh, well, my uh, maybe they'll all chip in and take you on vacation. I mean, I got two grown ones that's still listen. My oldest daughter, 25, right? And she got her own money, but I'll still get that random dad cash at me $20 real quick. She don't even need it. You know what I mean? It's just it's just the thought of like her dad's gonna give her $20. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit, bro. Yes. That was Been my there. that was my daughter there, the other that. day. Yes, sir. That was that was my daughter the other day. It was literally the day after Christmas. And she's like, oh, dad, I got, she's like, I had this much money. And then tells me, dad, can I, can, can you give me some money so I can have money for, to go to my travel meet? I was like, what the <laughs> hell? Like, what the hell did you do with all your, 
she was like, I bought pants. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Because the girl needed clothes. Plus, she bought her uh, she bought her throwing shoes and stuff on her own. Because she had nice. more than enough money to do it. So, But, yeah, now nice. my holiday was, it was, the holiday for me, it, it is what it is. Like, it's just, it ain't about me. The kids are happy. That's what counts. Yeah. I turned 44, which, you know, it didn't feel like no other day. Congrats. And it was just chill. It was just chill mode. It was just chill mode. I, I told y'all about the other shit, you know, as far as like, I wish I could have, I wish I could have caught uh, the vid, but we on YouTube. So I'm not going to say that name because mm -hmm. I don't know if they still busting balls about that. But <laughs> um, no, it was, I mean, my, my birthday every year, again, the world's holiday every year for those who celebrate it. Like it is what it is. Like I, I, I don't, it's it's all about the kids. It's all about my daughters growing and and trying to make sure they enjoy the birthday better than I do or I did. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's again, my perspective on it is it's it's the it's my birthday, yes, but it's the world's holiday. I can't really do much on my day when we gotta go be with the family, you know what I'm saying? And not that I had to travel mm -hmm. far, I only had to go right next only have to go right next door. You know what I'm saying? But it is what it is. Like it was, it was all right. Um, what I'm working on tonight, you know, I got my birthday gift of uh, the iPhone 15 upgrade. And then uh nice. And then uh the one thing, because I don't I didn't really ask for anything, but so my wife ended up getting tickets to the Eagles Giants the last uh game of the season. So Mm. Like I'm not I'm 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 we, thankful for it. It's cool. You know, we're gonna go. She was asking me the other day, who am I who are you taking with you? I was like, You didn't you just say that oh, I haven't brought you to a game or nothing yet? Like you got them, we go. You know? But my Christmas gift was better to her was better than anything else because I got her and I'll preface it like this. The reason why my wife loves black men is because of boys to men. I ain't I ain't saying nothing she ain't say out loud. <laughs> but the reason why my wife loves black men is because of boys to men. And boys to men is gonna be about five minutes away from us on Staten Island at the St. George Theater. So got got her boys to men tickets so you can see them live. Oh, she must have been ecstatic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all dope. that is, you know. That's dope. Hey, Dan, you mentioned something just a few minutes ago. Can we speak about your Eagles almost blowing that game to my Giants? Uh, was that Monday night? That was atrocious, bro. What's going on Dude, with the squad, man? You seen it? This it. We went from. Remember how I was talking early in the season where it was like, yo, it should be scary the fact that we're, we're figuring it out. Like, we're going down in mm -hmm. the first half of these games all the beginning of the year, but we're finding ways to win. Now, that problem the other day was we were like last year where we took the nice big lead early, and then it was like we were trying to find ways to lose. Now, the, the pick six, Dallas Goddard fucking slipped. So that might have been like a batted pass or something. You're right. But after that, after that, it was just like, 
I, that's why I made the Facebook post. Yes, I'm back on Facebook. But that's why I made the Facebook post. To like, yo, this team is looking like a first round exit. So now, now, I mean, to be honest with you, we need to hope that, well, the 49ers lost to fucking uh, Baltimore. We need, I need, we need trash. them to lose to, the, we need them to lose to the Rams, and we just need to win these last two games to be all right, and then we might be able to get the one seed back. You know, I we need to win, we need to win out just to stay above Dallas, which that's that to me is everything. It's just just stay above Dallas. None of it matters. Mm-hmm. None of it matters. The Eagles are not a Super Bowl team this year, and that's all I got to say. But they're gonna make the playoffs because they're already in the playoffs, basically, right? So I can't talk no shit about what they do in the regular season no more. They're in the playoffs, and that's the goal. But they's a first round, they they're a first round exit. They're not a Super Bowl team. And it's to my delight to say that. My delight. Okay. Ed said, Ed said, the problem is that the the league is starting to figure out Danny DeVito. He said, I refer I refuse to learn his government name until I'm impressed. Should have just tanked for picks. <laughs> I agree. And that's that's part that's part reason why they went to fucking Tyrod Taylor. Which, you know, Please side note. Do y'all remember? Do y'all remember when Tyrod Taylor was supposed to be the next Vic when he came out? Yeah, I do. I remember that. But the, ne- yeah. but the next, Vic, yeah. Vic, next Vic ain't shit because Vic wasn't shit for real. Y'all, y'all, y'all hyping Vic up. He went, Vic wasn't that good. Y'all I don't know what you're Mike talking Vic about, but okay. Mike Vic is not that good of an NFL quarterback, dude. Like what, what, he played what, on a what, lot of shitty it? teams, brother. He played on a lot and of shitty that's, teams. That that well, part wasn't was, just Mike Vick. No, time out. It was, time out. It was, Yo, no, no, seriously. So, so, so Mike Vick being shitty, y'all just gonna keep blaming on teams. There was never, there was never a time when Mike Vick was good. So why y'all saying he good if we don't know? Y'all saying okay, he always been on shitty teams. So yeah. We don't know if that's good or not. Y'all act I like think that I, I, he's a bum. My bad. I'm let you finish. Mike, you got your a lot of games. Dude, just dude. off of his legs, but yeah, Mike, Mike Vick, Mike, Mike Vick became a better quarterback, better quarterback when he came out of jail and came to Philadelphia. He played the position much yes, smarter. He did. Back back in the Atlanta days, it was like TJ said. He he didn't have like the best weapons to even throw the ball to. The offensive line was so. Good. That's why he had to do so much fucking running. But the man, the man was more spectacle. He was more special attraction type player, but had the ability to win. Also, Dan, he was not a man of his craft. He admittedly said several times he did not study tape. So you gotta, you gotta. Uh, that's one knock against him as well. I, I give you that. He he'd have been so much better than he could have ever been if he just took his job seriously in the Atlanta days, but he was just going off of pure skill and adrenaline. And then, like you said, when he came back after doing his dog time, he, he, he appreciated his job a lot more and he took more time to study defenses and, and read and read coverages and stuff like that, because this dude was making some wild ass throws. He always had an arm, but he was just never accurate. He couldn't throw an accurate ball to save his life. But he was a good quarterback. He just didn't take his craft seriously. I'm not going to knock so, him on that. So I'm going to answer this question then. 
as far as quarterbacks who, who can run, like running running quarterbacks who have the ability to run right, who who is your standard? Who's the standard for the rushing quarterback in, in the NFL history? Who's your standard? Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham yeah. was my standard because he was the first one to do it with skill. No, uh, Talkington, Talkington was was one of the first. Dude. Was it Talkington? Well, I, didn't, I, couldn't, I, didn't, I couldn't. Right, right, right. No, Talkington. They ain't trying to educate. We ain't talking about education. You talking to us. We talking. No, shit, no. Bro. You're <laughs> not talking about education. We always going to educate over here. But no. Yeah, the first, no. The the standard bearer absolutely is is fucking uh, Randall Cunningham. And Randall Cunningham, though, we couldn't really get nowhere over the hump with him. He he revolutionized, re-revolutionized the position of that scramble and running can do it all type quarterback. Okay. Remember, okay. the man's got a 77-yard punt in his career, too. 70 plus yard punt in his career. So you got Randall as a standard. Then you got guys like like uh like John Elway who can get his run on. You got guys like Steve Young who can get his run on. Yep. Guys like that. Like, Jeff Garcia. Mike, Jeff Garcia Mike was a running quarterback. Tier. Mike Vick is not in that tier of of talent. Well, all because, you but look, just look at the guys you name it and the teams they played for, bro. Hey, thank you. Look, look thank at you. the teams they played for, bro. You're not looking at the whole picture. Steve Young played on the Buccaneers and he was shit. Steve Young started his career with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and they were trash, bro. They were pure yeah, yeah, ass. Jeff, yeah, Steve yeah, Young Jeff and Garcia. nobody else. Jeff Garcia and the Buccaneers, trash. Was able to run around trash. in Philadelphia they for went a to, little they bit. Went to, they, they, they they went to San Francisco and it revolutionized the game, bro. It changed the whole game for them. What Tyrone just the whole did. Game for what, Ty, what Tyrone just hold on. See, this, really is, like this is this is where Tyrone be talking about. We be jumping him. Because he comes with outlandish fucking shit and then specifically directed his comments <laughs> to two people who won Super Bowls. And like TJ said, like TJ said. <laughs> Look at the fucking teams around him. Look at the teams around him. Listen, I, oh, all right. Let me Those San Francisco you. teams have monster defenses, any, bro. Any monster good, defenses. Any, but here's the thing. Any good quarterback in NFL history, of the whole history of the NFL, any good quarterback, and TJ, I'm directing this to you. Every good quarterback shows yeah, I know. times when they are great. If they're a good quarterback or a great quarterback, they show those times. No matter what, no matter their teams or nothing. And and we have not seen, I have not seen flat, I have not seen the times of greatness from Mike Vick, no matter what kind of team he had. And I'm directing this to you, TJ, because Eli Manning stinks. Right? Eli Manning stinks. He was a Bro. terrible quarterback. But Bro. even Eli Manning, Bro. even Eli Manning had times where I was like, whoa, Eli looking good. Eli might be all right. Eli can't so. you you can't say Eli stinks when he was a top ten quarterback in the league at his time. You can't he suck if you're a top ten quarterback. That's not sucks. That's not suck, bro. He was yes, he was. He was a top ten quarterback <laughs> in passing yards hey. and, and telly, hey. bro. Because he didn't miss games. But he gets a lifetime achievement but, award. But 
but you didn't see no greatness in Steve Young and Jeff Garcia when they were on the on the Tampa Bay but, Buccaneers. Get the hell out of here. Them teams were like I'm four and twelve, bro. They were like they yeah, barely won five that, games a year. What greatness career, are you seeing in five wins I'm a year, saying, bro? I'm saying that during, during Steve Young's career, we finally saw greatness. During anybody's career, all these quarterbacks that we're talking about, during their career, if they was great, we got a chance to see some greatness. We never got and to see greatness. You got to see some greatness in Vic. And you got to see some greatness in Vic when he went to Dude, Philly. You got to see some Peyton greatness Manning in Vic when he went to Philly. Peyton Manning was 1-15, and look what he did. Well, again, can I, can I repeat what? again? Yeah. No, uh, you're long-winded right now. Let me respond to no, some of your blasphemous no. statements. I'm not being long-winded. I didn't see no great. You just said, said that no. we saw greatness in Mike Vick in Philly. I didn't see no greatness in Mike Vick in Philly. I saw some good shit. Where no greatness? Again, because greatness? we've had this com we've right. had this conversation before. Because as you say, if you didn't win the championship, you didn't do anything. So that means every quarterback who didn't win a Super Bowl didn't do nothing. That means in my head, you're not saying it, but in my head, you're saying Jeff Hostetler and fucking like, who was who some other fucking quote unquote, and I don't call these people bums because you made it to the league, but you're talking Jeff Hostetler and other people, you know, they, they've done great things because they won the Super Bowl. But once again, the aspect to everything that you are leaving out of the equation, Trent Dilfer definitely, but the aspect you are leaving out of the equation is it's a team game. Look at the combined teams that both of those guys had compared to. Even when we say Eli Manning is a bum, I don't think Eli Manning is the greatest quarterback ever, but did he do the damn thing to win them championships? Absolutely. Those giant teams got hot at the right time. But when you look at their fucking defenses, and look at the rest of the teams. It explains why. Like, whoever Facebook user is, once again, streamyard.com slash Facebook so we can know who you are. Please go do that. When you mention Trent Dilfer, you don't even mention Trent Dilfer when you talk about them Baltimore Raven, that Baltimore Ravens team. You talk about the other side of the ball. You talk about the other side of the ball. That you want to talk about a game manager? Really that was a game manager right there. That was a game manager right there. Because you couldn't ask Trent Dilfer to win a game. I'm going to shut this down right now. I got a podcast episode on this no, podcast that talks, about, that talks about the Eagles, right? And talks about the Eagles. And, and you know what the podcast no, called? Yeah. Dreaming. Hold on. It's called Dreaming. And you know I heard it. Because the Eagles were calling themselves the Dream Team at that time. So Mike Vick had a dream team and didn't win with a dream team. You understand me? Remember that? You know, and, that no, I, I, and, and I'm glad. I'm, I'm my bad. Keep going. Keep going. Because I listened to that episode and I refrained <laughs> from calling you in that episode because you were giving <laughs> no facts in that episode other than the one fact that you completely missed on. Again, let me. I'm I'm getting in with my team. My bad, but the one fact that you completely missed on is the media ran with what a backup fucking quarterback in Vince Young said. Oh, it looks like we we look like we we could be a dream team, and then it became the dream. It became the most blown out of proportion shit when real fucking fans like myself knew we had a dream team on paper. 
And that was only what the offense kind of looked like. But did we perform like one? Fuck no. We looked like shit. We looked like shit. You know what I'm saying? We we looked like absolute shit. I didn't get facts on that episode. I used actual stats. Real stats. No, you, no, you, no, like you, you, you normally say you don't even use numbers. You use your opinion. Well, I, and did, that's though. I use numbers because the numbers <laughs> <are too much. laughs> Anyway. You see? And this is the bullshit he be talking people when he says we gang up on him. It's we don't try to gang up on you. I just love I love when you come with the blasphemy. And then it's like you expect us to agree sometimes. Come on, nah. Sometimes it ain't gonna happen, and that's okay. It's this is what we do here, like you said. It's opinion you over know, facts. It's opinion over facts that's for you. <laughs> that comment, hey Ed, hey Ed, you being very blasphemous right now, and then don't even want to point it out that he talking about no, me. No, TJ, because TJ put it up. Because TJ put it up. I didn't put that up. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No, it's not. Who was a better, who was a better Giants quarterback than Eli Manning? Tyrone, hold on, TJ. Two Super Bowl MVP. Bill Sims. Bill Sims, absolutely. He's a better, he's a better fucking TV analyst. He's a better quarterback, (laughs) and that's debatable. No, no, he's not. No, no, he's not. Jeff Hostetter played for the Giants, and he had one hot (laughs) year. Yeah, as we said, one hot album every ten year to average. <laughs> Man, He's not Jones better than Eli. Than Eli. <laughs> that was it. That I was can't it, even say that Jones is not better than Eli, but yeah, I was gonna yeah, say you were smoking something other than these cigars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nah, my yeah. Eagles though, they just we 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 look like a first round exit. That's all. That's that's just kind of how and we look. Be. And will be. That's fine. You feel that way. I I I, I won't be upset at it because, like I said, when in our predictions, all I all I said all I said in my prediction was I just want a good so- showing and win the division. And right now we had a great showing in the beginning of the year, and we still can win the division. I'm not out here screaming, "Oh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl!" I don't do that no more. Cause that's how you, you build you build build high, just to get shot straight down off the Empire State Building. I don't I don't like those emotions. I think level headed. I think realists. That's it. That's it. But fuck that fuck that fuck that for now, man. Yeah, we look like shit. Hopefully, we don't look like shit the last game of the season, which because we're gonna have to play everybody because we need to win the fucking division. We're gonna have to play everybody. I do not want to hear nobody talk about Dallas won the division this year. I don't want to hear that shit. TV, Tyro, yeah, you know, you know as is already. TV talks enough about Dallas where it's like they, it's, it's like they want Dallas to be at the top of fucking everything right now, but it ain't happening. Because Dallas is America's team, we can't y'all can't keep denying that. Dallas is on in everybody's mouth. The stars, world famous. Everywhere I've been in the world and during the army and my travels, there's always cowboy fans. Everybody knows the cowboys. Everybody knows the star. The cowboys is America's team, bro. That's what they mean when they say America's team. That's what they mean. The cowboys are the team of the NFL that represents America everywhere. 
And so they represent America in our media. They represent America all over the world. So when people say, oh, how can Cowboys be America's team? That's how, because they are. It, it just it is what it is. America's right now. I'll give you that much. You back, TJ? You good now? Oh, came back and froze again. I guess so. It's looking but, frozen. But anyway, man, before we get into like you know, we're gonna. I mean, we, 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 this isn't the year in review like normal. This is as I called it the year in review prequel. So we're gonna get into in a little bit in a little while later. Kind of what we're gonna build the show live for y'all tonight. We're gonna build our year in review prequel. I mean, uh, year in review proper. We're going to build it tonight with, you know, but we'll do that a little bit later. What else does anybody else got on their mind for tonight so far? Tyrone, you, you're the only one here because TJ keep freezing. Um, I really, 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 this has this been burning me up. I want to talk about my man Deontay Wilder because um, my man has really literally fucked up boxing. And, and it's crazy because I, I I like boxing and I was a fan of the heavyweights and I and the heavyweight division has been fucked up for so long and and I was relying on Wilder to bring it back and he and he's just he completely fucked it up not only losing the furry but then talking shit after he lost the furry talking shit accusing that man of cheating talking shit about how he was better than talking shit about Mike Tyson you know what I mean this man was talking shit on Mike. Talking shit on Furry, talking shit on Joshua, talking all this shit, and, and talking about how he's still the man in the heavyweight division. And he went out and got his ass whooped, lost every round. The most dangerous man in boxing, who claims to be the most dangerous man in boxing, knew by round eight that he was losing a fight, knew he needed a knockout, and couldn't get it from a man who was still trying to fight him, even though he had won the fight. That dude could have ran the whole rest of the fight, and he didn't. He stood in there and still rumbled. And you call yourself the most dangerous man in boxing, and you have four rounds to knock a motherfucker out and couldn't even touch him. Now the next, now your next fights with Joshua and all that shit you set up is going to be bullshit. Now it's all for nothing. So Deontay Wilder, if he would have kept his mouth shut, maybe he could have redeemed himself. But now, because he talked so much shit, and now he literally has fucked up the whole heavyweight division because now nobody, none of his fights even matter. You know what I mean? So I'm pissed off about that. I he's washed. He's washed. He's he's washed. Oh. It's that point blank period. He, he nobody's going to take a fight from him unless it's some tomato cans trying to get their name up. Um, he's done. That fight he fought over uh, last week or the week before was awful. I right? I even watched the whole thing. I watched the highlights and I could tell how bad it was. It was just pure. Awful. It was. It was. It was disgusting. It was an embarrassment. It was embarrassing. Put it like that. It was embarrassing. So, I mean, he's done. You're right. He's he's done. He's done. It doesn't even make sense. Nobody can give a shit what he says. He can talk shit about it. Whoever he wants. His word is not valid anymore in the sport. He's done. But now he's got a fight set up with Joshua. That's like who who's watching it? You know what I mean? Who who cares now? Who cares? Joshua got washed up now. He's washed up. He's going to get You know how bad it was? My man was swinging haymakers in the 11th round when dude wasn't even in range to get hit with him. 
He just would go out there and just swing a haymaker hoping that my man walked into it or something. That's how bad it was. He he swung haymakers when my man wasn't Sorry, in range. Because you can't box. Like the kind of punch where you know how you swing and you miss and you almost spin your The man has never down. learned how to box. Nope. It was real bad. I'm, I, and that's why when I saw it and I you heard about it. that loss, yeah, I was just box. like, I, yeah, word. But now, when I heard about that loss, I was I, I immediately ran to our our group message, and I and I said I was like, "Yo, so how irrelevant does it make Wilder Joshua now?" And to be honest with you, both fighters and promoters, one should be ashamed of themselves, and two should be embarrassed that they did not allow this to happen sooner. Because what this now gave me, because these, these two now are going to fight because they ain't got nobody else. Now they're going to fight because they got nobody else. So now when they fight, this made, this reminded me of Mayweather Pacquiao because Mayweather waited, 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 and waited. And then finally got Pacquiao when it already felt irrelevant, but it was still a mega fight that the sport needed. That's the difference. This this Joshua and Wilder is not the mega fight anymore. It's that 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 is done. But I like what Ed said here is Francis Ngannou will help him draw that money. But he's going to destroy Wilder though. Ngannou is going to destroy Wilder. And and Ngannou almost beat Furry. He's going to destroy Wilder. It's not even going to be close. Because Ngannou actually can buy. And this is what's frustrating. This is what's frustrating about the sports. None of these guys fight where at the when they're at the top of of the of the food chain to make these super fights happen. They want to draw this shit out two or three years later. Nobody wants to watch this shit two or three years later. Because something always happens. Somebody gets hurt, somebody yeah. breaks a hand, they don't come real, back the same, somebody gets knocked out. And and it's bullshit. Quick, like nobody Tyrell, wants to watch quick, this Tyrell. fight after that. They should fight when real they're quick. both on top. And this is why I've always said, and I know Jamal, who's not here, shout out to the brother, he disagreed. But this is why I always said that boxing needs a lead. Boxing needs somebody, one, they need somebody overarching to combine these, these, these other, these federations together to make these fights happen. That's why we can say whatever we want about Dana White in the UFC when he was in full control over it. But when the fans wanted to see a certain fight, Dana White made sure it happened. Now, the pay scale and all that, that got nothing to do with us or what we talking about. But where, uh, but, but Dana White would make fights happen. Part one, when they're hot. Two, sometimes when the fans wanted it. But it was more because it would be a, such a hot topic. How could you miss out on that kind of draw? So that that's why I always think that boxing needs some type of some type of league, in my opinion. But go ahead, Tyrone. The, the, you brought up Floyd Mayweather and Pacquiao, and the only the only thing that made that different was the way it was set up. It worked out for me because Floyd fought De La Hoya, and De La Hoya gave Floyd all he was asking for in that fight. And De La, and Floyd won a split decision with De La Hoya, but De La Hoya looked good in that fight against Floyd. And I was like, wow, De La Hoya still got it. And Floyd won a split decision, right? And then De La Hoya fought Pacquiao, and Pacquiao just 
destroyed De La Hoya, like wiped the floor with him. So when Pacquiao wiped the floor with De La Hoya and Floyd struggled with him, it kind of got me interested in that Floyd Pacquiao fight again because I'm like, Floyd might Pacquiao still got something for Floyd. Right, and, right. And but but how long did they wait though? But well, how long no, did it wait? They fought right after that, like recently after that. But the buildup was there because of the of their both of their fights with De La Hoya. It builded them back up. Now the fight was disappointing, but the buildup for Floyd versus Pacquiao was still there, even though it should have been years before that. They did build it up with their with their De La Hoya fights. Yeah, well, we get TJ put this comment up, but I want to get to this other one that Ed asked. He said that's why Javante and Crawford should get their flowers for stepping up and fighting their contemporaries absolutely and they and they absolutely did get their flowers because it was a necessary fight for its time but this comment here he said do you think with endeavor buying top rank solves that issue there are rumors tko endeavor will add top rank to uh to ufc and wcw purchase um i see i'm i'm endeavor is scaring me right now when it comes to the world of the sports entertaining as a whole, because Endeavor also just bought the, the 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 TV deal and streaming rights for TNA wrestling also. So are they gonna like absorb everybody? Are they gonna absorb everything and everybody? Now th them buying top rank, I don't see how that's a problem solver for boxing just yet, unless they decide to go in and recraft the just they try to recraft the whole boxing model you know like i i mean boxing could use something like what the pfl does the professional fighting league does you know what i'm saying where they 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 fucking do tournaments and some shit like that like yeah. boxing to me needs just one overarching they they need control they need they need some way to control to make fights happen guarantee certain monies and stuff like that they need to make things they need to make fights happen not allow people to fucking cherry pick and choose when they feel they're ready and then you get wilder and joshua it's past its prime people who love boxing are going to care they're not really going to get the fringe audience anymore because it's no longer a big fight well well that's what i i, I agree with you on this aspect of it can endeavor Buying top rank put a situation where Endeavor got money or got ways to say, hey, we want this fight to happen and we can make it happen. Because every time we hear about these big fights that don't happen in time, we hear, oh, you know, they couldn't figure out the money. They couldn't figure out the stipulations. They couldn't figure out this. So if Endeavor, a company that can go to top rank and say, hey, listen, top rank, we want this guy to fight this guy. If the money ain't right, we'll make the money up. Whatever this guy wants, we'll pay him. We'll give the difference. Whatever the whatever the promotion is offering, we'll add the difference to it so that this guy can pay. You know, take away the bullshit. If Endeavor can be able to take away the bullshit, then then we'll know if these boxers is really about their life. Because a lot of these boxers are claiming that other boxers are ducking them, the money ain't right, and they give up all these excuses. So if Endeavor can take away the excuses and their fight still don't happen, then we will be able to look at the boxers and go, Endeavor said they were going to pay the money. Endeavor said they were going to waive the weight. Endeavor said they was going to do all this stuff, and you still ain't fight, my man, so you bitching. You know what I mean? You is literally bitching. There's no excuse for it. If, if they could do something like that, I'm for that shit. If every time we don't get these fights, it's always a bullshit excuse. It's never, oh, they don't want to fight each other. It's always they want to fight, but they can't. The business part of it is nothing. That's the, the, that's the promoters. That's the promoters. 
That's the red tape. That's the bullshit, man. That's the promoter bad, stepping in and not letting these fights happen. It's not the bottom. that part. Go ahead. Well, so I think some of it is the it is is definitely uh it's almost a a 50, 50, 60, 40 split. I think sixty. I, I would go sixty forty promoter over boxer, but it, it's just. I mean, when you you get Joshua versus Ruiz. Like you get moments like that. You get Joshua versus Ruiz, who takes some of the steam out of your out of your 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 sailboat, or takes some of the wind out of your sailboat, and then that drops your that drops your stock a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It propped up Ruiz for like five minutes, but it takes some stock out of your out of your. I mean, takes some stock out of your portfolio for a minute because you just took that hard L, and then Wilder losing to this guy who. Yo, it goes to show you, we haven't even said the guy's name because I don't even remember it. I don't even remember it. The fight looked like, like a charity fight. It didn't even look like a legit fight. It looked like it looked like Wilder was taking this like, oh, this should be an easy breeze. And it wasn't. Go ahead, Tom. That's how, that's how Is any was? fighter an easy breeze, though? No, that's how he. That's what he thought. That's how he was taking it, right? But I'm saying to y'all that I wasn't disappointed in him taking out of the easy breeze. I wasn't disappointed in him getting beat up a little bit. I expected him to get beat up a little bit. I expected him to take this fight lightly. But I'm saying to y'all that when the eighth round came, and my man knows for a fact that he lost seven motherfucking rounds, and his only chance to win is to take this guy out, and he couldn't do it. Eight. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, five rounds. He couldn't take my man out. That's my problem. Yeah, it was an easy. You thought it was an easy breeze. You underestimated him. He started beating you up. But when you knew for a fact now that this motherfucker was serious, when you knew for a fact that you had to knock this man out, when you were around there saying that you got the most dangerous right hook in the business, and you didn't get that goal, you didn't accomplish that, and my man didn't run from you. He didn't run. He had to fight in the bag, and he did not run. He was toe to toe. He stood there and still rumble jazz. You can't talk no more shit, bro. You can't talk no more shit. Well, this just Word. goes back to being Deontay not being a boxer, man. He's just a slugger, man. He's a one-hitter quitter, and if he connects, your ass might go down. But the, the, boxing is just more than throwing haymakers and hoping you connect, man. It's it's a true sport. It's an art. It's a science. They call boxing a science for a reason, man. You got to understand how to move, how to defend. How to counter? All that shit is, is is hard, man. Boxing ain't easy. That's why everybody ain't doing it. This is not easy. The object is not to get hit. The object is not to get hit. Not near to stand in a phone booth and go toe to toe with somebody. You 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 want your man to miss so you can counter and knock his ass on the ground and put his ass on the canvas. Boxing ain't no easy sport, man. And, you know, it takes a lot of heart to go in there and go mano a mano with somebody and do that shit uh, three minutes around for however many rounds. Listen, I did wrestling in high school, and three minutes of that shit wore me out. I didn't want to even do uh, three rounds of that shit. It was just it's, it was too hard. It's too hard to, to do that on a professional level, man. You gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be a different person. You gotta be a different mindset for that. But Deontay's right. not built like that. He just went off of like, his pure strength, and that's it. And like Ed said, Deontay was blessed to box in an era where 
there wasn't much depth in the heavyweight division. Absolutely. Fact. Absolutely. Fact. Absolutely. The heavyweight division, in my opinion, left. It was officially like done in like the 90s. My and here's the thing. Yeah. Can you imagine Deontay in there with Vitaly Klitschko? Oh, he would get, get destroyed. He would get, he get destroyed. I wish Klitschko was still real, man. Klitschko, <laughs> Lewis, Riddick Bowe, any of those dudes, he would have stood in a chance. He would have just, he would have just been another tomato can in those, in that, in those, in that division during those years. He probably wouldn't. You know have, I, he probably <laughs> wouldn't have made it that far. You know, you know what I would like to see him fight right now, just cause, just. Just, just cause, just cause I want to hear. Come on, champ! Come on, champ! Let's go, champ! You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I want, I want to oh, see him fight um, fucking Shannon Briggs. <laughs> Come on, champ! Shannon Briggs, that man's a <laughs> Let's go, champ! Fucking Brownsville legend, right there, right? <laughs> he, uh, shout out to Thurston the best heavyweights on the planet. Play, like play power Ray forward in the NBA and linebackers in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Shannon Briggs until he uh until he won after Lennox. I was just like, no, no, Shannon, don't do that. And he won hard after Lennox, and I knew it. I said, dude, you're gonna get it now. <laughs> like the commenter said before, you don't play boxing, and Ed's is perfect. He said, it's tough eating punches for a paycheck. <laughs> it is damn right it is damn right it is it is that ain't no way to make a living dogs no yes it is because i get my ass booked for some of that boxing money right now give two go bucks. listen to the go listen go listen when when he re releases it go listen to the list for podcasts where he uh interviews uh dot squad shout outs to her uh, he he was calling us haters on her, on his show, by the way, which oh, wasn't God. true. But I digress. But I said that because he made a statement in that episode earlier where he was giving her props for being an independent artist and was talking about, I just want to be myself. Like, I don't want to do nothing for a check that, you know, where somebody's dictating to me. And then, but then he goes and says how he would do something strange for a piece of change. And then said, nah, I like it. I do. <laughs> I ain't calling you out. I'm calling people to go to your podcast, but I'm calling you out. <laughs> There's a difference between feeling like I have to and wanting to. Like for the right money, yeah. I don't feel like that's selling out. Doing something strange for change is not selling out to me. Doing something that I don't want to do for money is. You know what I'm saying? Like I would I like guess. For money twerking don't I bother guess. me. For money twerking don't bother me. For, get, for money, boxing and getting beat up in the boxing ring don't bother me. But if somebody said, Tyrone, I want you to do a podcast with no cussing, and they want to pay me to do a podcast with no cussing, that's going to bother me. Because I know I'm not but being Tyrone, fake shit. It's, it's like my man Thelonious once said, you got to win first to get some real money for getting your pot roast cooked in the ring, sir. Word. <laughs> true, true indeed. Yeah. True I'm going to have to eat a lot of punches before you see that money. I get beat up right now for ten grand, bro. For ten grand, I'll get ring and get beat up. <laughs> I haven't fought since I haven't fought since high school. I do that too. I ain't gonna lie. I, I've been, wild. I've been, I've, I've had some fight energy in me. I ain't, I ain't afraid to get it out. There's, you know. Well, there's, there's plenty of bare knuckle boxing matches 
uh, available for you to get your start. <laughs> I, just, I, just trained, I just trained and participated in a boxing event for free. I did that shit for no money. And the fighter that I was supposed to fight, he backed out. He, he didn't want to sign a waiver for three fucking pounds like a bitch, but that's, I digress on that. But I just did this shit for free just because, you know, I wanted to support my local and I wanted to see if, you know what I mean, uh, you know, I had the ability to still do it. But I did it for free. So any money is good money for me to box. You know what I mean? Read that. Read that, TJ. Read it out loud, TJ. You're about to do a fight club for McDonald's coupons. I ain't gonna lie, that should have come through at lunch. That's hysterical. I'm at I'm at work now. That should have come through for lunch. Yeah, I'll tell you what though. I'll tell you what. Yo, them Popeye's coupons be coming in handy. I, I rumble for them joints. When them joints come in the mail, and you mean <laughs> Okay, so we get newspapers in Philadelphia, and them Popeye's coupons be in the newspapers, dude. I go up on a piece. I will go up on somebody's porch and flip that motherfucker out, bro. Did, did he <laughs> just say? Did he just say we get newspapers in Philadelphia? Like, like niggas, those still don't get newspapers anymore. I don't, I don't know. Listen, we 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 read we read in Philadelphia. Ty, you don't you don't you don't you don't have to get the coupons at the newspaper no more. You just got to go on the website and they got the the specials right there. It's called uh, Nah, but it's called nah, but uh, TJ, I forget what it's called. But you can you can get TJ, good deal. You, you, I, I, I'm saying this as a New Yorker because I don't know if Philly has this, but you know them people who still throw those free papers that be like that I have like supermarket coupons and little the local penny shit savers. like that. The penny in the, in the little plastic yeah, bag joints. Yeah. yeah, I got, I got a, I got a, a, yep. a sheet of Burger King coupons at home. I ain't gonna, I don't have to fight nobody for them, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We still get them, yo. But yeah, man, twenty three. Yeah, guys, crazy. TJ, here's something you don't know, Mr. Smarty Pants. I have the fucking Popeyes app on my phone, and I get all of the Popeyes deals on my phone. And what them coupons are in that newspaper is not the same shit. Them coupons in that paper be different shit. And plus, and the other thing is, I don't like my kids using my phone. I don't like them going on my app. But they don't have money on their own. So I give them those paper coupons. You want Popeye here? Take these. Go to Popeye's with your own money. Stay off my fucking phone. Stay off my fucking cash app and my, my, mm. my shit. So I give my kids those coupons. <laughs> take, take these paper coupons. Rip them out. Cut them out. Do what you got to do with them. Here goes some cash. Get the fuck out of here. You're not using my apps said, and my cards and my shit. Ed said Philly has a kid on a soapbox in the middle of town reading the Eagle scores. You know, that, you know, it, it's all loving all jokes for me. You know, I, I, I consider I, I don't get to Philly enough, but I consider that like my my second city. Just not of just the Eagles fan shit, but I I love being out there. Like I love being in, around and, and shit out there. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all my people. I definitely every time I go down there. I always shout out to the homie Ramon. I always, always try to usually make it a point at least to stop by him, say what's up up in 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 North Philly, and shit. But 
I love that city. It ain't no shade. It's just jokes and love. You know what I'm saying? Ed's going for mania. Maybe you might meet Tyrone out there. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going for that spec. I, I would love to, but I know them ticket prices are retarded right now. I'm retarded. But anyway, <laughs> but, but it's 2023. I mean, we're we're not getting to a full review of the year, man. But just TJ, what 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 were a couple of interesting things within this year that that you thought so far? And then we'll get into building next week's show. Well, TJ froze again, so Tyrone, you go. Um. So the the Jonathan Majors situation, right? It, it bothers me an awful lot because people don't understand that situation, and and, and, and so I don't want you, I don't I, I don't want to cut you off. But don't give all the details because y'all need to go to the list for podcasts to hear the details to why it pisses him off so much. But continue. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I'm, I'm, I, I. It's just wild to me that so much was being said. I like how you went to my pocket. It's just wild to me that so much was being said about the Jonathan Major situation and so many complaints and so many different scenarios and stories are coming out about it. And it's so wild to me because none of these people speaking on it have a clue what they're talking about at all. And, they, and they're putting race in it. They're putting the law in it. They're putting all railroading and conspiracy theories in it and none of that shit is correct you know what i mean his situation has nothing to do with any of that and i know firsthand because i've lived through it i i've lived through his exact situation like almost to the like equally to what he went through so it's like that's just wild to me how media and people can just say things on apps and spin shit and make shit go into a whole frenzy and not even have a clue what the fuck they're talking about you know what i mean and this man's affected by it now word like for me and then tj could go as long as he don't freeze again like for me when you talk about like again people not knowing the whole situation the whole israel palestine situation i when it when the thing started to kick off again within its hundred year plus period i was educated on a lot of shit within that time and to see who the true aggressor is, to understand why this is going on, to watch people's land go from this whole entire space, you know, the from the size of the cigar to down to what it's up to now and understanding and learning more and more and more about that whole situation. Like, to me, that was the, the most eye-opening thing of 2023 for me because it, it it educated me on something that I wasn't fully educated on. I wasn't totally educated on. And But here's my point on that, right? You wasn't totally educated on it. I wasn't totally educated on it, and I like to talk my shit. I didn't speak about that shit. I didn't speak about that oh, shit yeah. at all because I wasn't educated on it. I had no idea what was going on over there, right? So I didn't say shit. I didn't try to spin it. I didn't try to talk about it. And here's my thing. The country that I live in is supporting whoever they supporting in that. And, and then the people that I'm seeing is going against the country that you live in. I don't even want to be a part of that because, of course, if you go against the country that you live in, 
you you kind of putting yourself in a situation to be shut down. You kind of putting yourself in an awkward, bad situation. And I'm like I said, I, I might wanna I, I wanna love all people, but I gotta think about me and my family first. And so I'm not about to get my podcast canceled, get blackballed, get put out of anything I'm doing, lose any of my livelihood for people that I don't know over there in another country that's getting fucked up. I feel sorry for whoever caused it, whoever's starting it, whoever's fucking up who is bad, and children's dying and stuff like that. I'm sorry. But I'm not about to put my. I'm not standing up on. I'm not standing on none of that. Well, well, what you said. What you what you said is part why we never and we go there on this show, but it's part why we never dove into it just collectively for an episode is because I don't think any of us were fully educated on what was going on. But I'm paying attention to it, and I I would definitely say. Probably part of the reason why they would want a TikTok shut down is because I learned a lot of it through people educating properly on TikTok, which then made me go look up a lot of the, the history behind it on TikTok. And, <clears throat> you know, not to, we're, we're not trying to fully go down that rabbit hole, but to learn that the country who's crying, the, the country who's crying the loudest, or I will say it like this, who we're allowed to see on our televisions cry the loudest. If you do the math and you, or if you do the history and the knowledge on it, they created that. They created that, and it's just so again, <clears throat> not to stand, not to stand on it too long for the episode, but just just further educating me on the world and what what's going on in the world, and you know, unlike you, like yeah, like. I, I'm, it's about my family first, of course, you know what I'm saying? It's about my family first, but I empathize with people that are in fucked up situations heavily. You know what I'm saying? I empathize with people that are in fucked up situations heavy. And for all of this shit to respark again for what happened, of course that was wrong. Of course it was bad. But when you look at the history of the group who started whatever we're leaving I'm leaving names out on purpose but if you look at the history of the group that started the shit that started this whole you know pro the other pro the bigger country and then learn technically these were people who didn't truly have their own land and did what i would uh uh surmise to how America was created. Came in, took shit. You know what I'm saying? So learning a lot about that, and again, we're not fully going there, but learning a lot about that conflict and all of that shit, man, is it was a real eye-opener of, of, for 2023. And I appreciated the education. I appreciated you know, just learning more about the world and what the rest of what's going on, man. But TJ, yeah, um, I'm with you on that. There's, there's a real deep, deep history there that you really got to do your homework on before you start commenting on that st type of stuff. And I have yet to dive into that type of history. But it's going back to what you were saying earlier about, listen, like you saying, um, people saying, mis misstating and misquoting and bringing all types of other shit into it. Somebody said, Facts don't matter anymore. And that became very popular. Very popular. Facts do not matter anymore. And once people started agreeing with that bullshit, anything you put out there was valid. 
to somebody because the facts just don't matter anymore. And we need to get back to that truth and facts and real shit because the people out here today are just bandwagoning on shit. They have no clue what they're talking about, riding for causes that are just going nowhere and, and saying shit out of left field and thinking they're right. And it's, it's insane at this point. You don't know who to believe, who to trust. You got to literally do your own homework because nothing, you can't take anything at face value. Not to say you take everything at face value, but just the basic facts in, in today's world are just shitted on completely. People do not accept it. Cognitive dissonance is a real thing. They do not accept the truth for what it is. They can't accept right, and the not truth to cut for what you, it is. And not to cut you, TJ, I just want to build on one point you mentioned, which was, again, like you having to go and look up your own facts. Like, remember when people used to, especially on Facebook, used to scream, oh, doing research ain't on the internet, doing research, like you you, you went to college for it and this and that. Third. I'm sorry, but the information hub that we have nowadays that can give us everything is the internet. And if you don't believe some shit, you can go look up multiple sources. Now it's just really the matter is, is trust in said sources because you get a lot of that skew one way and a lot that skew the other. But there's always a middle. There is always a middle somewhere. That's the actual facts. Yeah, but yeah, but you got these YouTube university scholars out here. You know what I'm saying? And these Facebook scholars out here who are just, you know, there's bots out here promoting wild shit. There's a lot of fake shit being pushed to to sway people's agendas one way or another because it's like they said, you like what you heard, so that's what you're going to accept. The truth ain't pretty. The truth is never pretty, and it's never going to be pretty. The truth is always going to be ugly because for its rawness, for how it's delivered, and sometimes, it's, most of the times, it's not what you want to hear. And then when you get hit with the truth, you're just like, Nah, nah, fuck it. I'm still going to ride with how, how these people are flouting laws and, and getting arrested every day because they think in their mind, their, their way of thinking that the law is correct for what their situation is. And it don't work like that. All those rioters on January 6th and stuff like that. We didn't do nothing wrong. We weren't trespassing. We, you know, we had a right to be. No, you didn't. You did not. You definitely did trespass. You assaulted people to get to where you need to go. This is wild to me. This is wild to me. When they, when somebody, I don't know who said, but he was just like, facts, nobody, facts are not real anymore. And I was just like, what are you talking about? How can you even fix your mouth to say that? Well, you know it's just wild, insane. It's insane. You know what's wildly insane is that, that we, that it's admitted. It's admitted because I look on, on TikTok and I look on all these things. And you know what all of these big time people are called on TikTok? All these people that got big followers and make big money on TikTok, they're called influencers, right? And they're called influencers because they have ability to influence people. And so that's what it is. You call them influencers. So you know that but a that lot shouldn't... of the shit they say influence people to believe bullshit. And yet when it does influence people but to believe But that shouldn't bullshit, stray from the facts, Tyrone. 
that shouldn't stray from the facts, though. That should not stray from the from the truth. Well, the guy's honest truth. It, that should not it, stray right. from the facts. You're right. It shouldn't stray from the facts, but all it takes is to be influenced in this is fact because I said so. And that's where that's where people fuck up. Is this is fact when again? And I want I put up Ed's comment for a reason because it says dudes out here who failed GED exams talking about it's fact. I saw it on YouTube. Part of the problem is YouTube, but part of the solution is YouTube because a lot of the facts are out there in places like that. Like TJ said the words YouTube University earlier. You know how many people go to YouTube to educate themselves on some shit? Just the other day, uh, um, I, I'm not going to say who, what, and where, but they locked their keys in a room, went straight to YouTube to figure out a way to open the lock, open the door without having to break nothing in, without having to call them, and the bitch worked. Learn how to do it on YouTube. Right. When I was heavy into Photoshop right. and, and when, when I had the ability to access to Photoshop, things that I thought about that I wanted to get out on screen or on paper, however you want to put it, I went to YouTube to learn how to do it. You know, like I, I ordered a Steam Deck, but I had to cancel it. But I'm planning on getting a Steam Deck. The first place I went to was videos that I already watched about the Steam Deck on how to upgrade the hard drive. Because the, that source is right there. The point is, is the information is there in our hands to go get access and utilize. But who is, it's it's a matter of weeding out with, within self who is the right source, which is the right information. Especially when you're it's, talking political. It, it's selective, it's, yes. Yes, yes. You got to, and, and sometimes a lot it's of selective. people, like Tyrone said, Tyrone said the word influencer. A lot of people get influenced by way of they'll search, search, search just to find someone that co-signs their opinion and then run with it. And yes. that is a huge problem that, that happens within a lot of this shit. Yes. But we spun within this dope conversation from TJ just mentioning, like, uh, you know, just something from 2023 that like, that just kind of hit, like that, that hit you the most like Tyrone brought up the Jonathan Majors. I brought up the, the Palestine is the Palestine situation. What say you? Something that hit me the most in 2023. Um, um let's see, it hit me the most. I really I really didn't get affected by too much. What I really got invested in these last like couple of months is is Trump getting all these charges against him and seeing what's going to stick and what's not going to stick. Because I think, I mean, he's got over 90 felony counts. He's not going to beat all those charges. It's impossible. It's fucking impossible to beat all those charges. My thing is, is the man actually going to do real jail time behind it? And that's where I think that's where my issue is with the whole thing. Because if he doesn't get any jail time, he still thinks he's going to be above the law. He's still going to try to be out there. And now they're taking him off ballots in two states. Maine was the second state. I think they just passed. They took him off the ballot besides Colorado. So that's a start to keep him out of politics. But 
I mean, you, if you have over 90 felony counts, you got to do some time behind that shit. You have Word. to do some time behind that shit. You can't get fined out your ass until you got no more money. That's not going to work. You need to be held accountable for your actions regardless of who you are. And 90 felony counts, when the government charges you or pressures you with crime, 99.8% of the time, your ass is guilty. They already got you. They're just, the, the trial is a formality for them to put your ass in jail. That RICO shit, the, uh, the election tampering, all that shit is valid. He, he's, he's going to lose that. And he's got lawyers folding. All these people that were on his side are either doing time or, or, or taking plea deals to stay out of jail to testify against him. But, you know, like, yeah, it sounds good in theory uh, regarding crime in America. Yeah, it's only good for some people and not all people, right? But, I mean, you, you got to, he's, he's got to be made an example of uh, at this point. He's got to be made an example of. And, and, and you can see it happening within it. his party. He's bringing his whole party down. To a point, but this is the thing about it is he. I agree, an example needs to be set. But if he skates with just paying money, he's going to be president again. Like it's it, it's it's <laughs> even with we would we would need a large majority of states to pull his name off the ballot. But the energy that this country has again, people want to see this ass clown back in office again. It, for what I don't know, I I, I gotta, that is true. I I and and, and I gotta say this. I don't want to say it, but I gotta say this, man. For me, because of the type of person that I am, because of the type of way I am, because I, I I'm always going to be in defense of myself, and I'm always going to be in defense of my actions. I'll take accountability for mistakes, but for the most part, I stand on what I say and what I do most of the time. Unless I'm on some bullshit. Most of the time I stand on what I say when I do. And I'm just like, Donald Trump is, for a different phrase of words, for me, stand-up nigga. I'm sorry, but Donald Trump to me seems like a stand-up nigga because 90 indictments and this man is still like, and I'm still going to run for president. I'm still going to Nah, bro. He's throwing everybody. You can't be standing on your word if you're throwing everybody under the bus in front of you, bro. You're just what you're doing. There's nothing no, stand up about everybody. You know, you know what's everybody in, in front of the bus in front of them. There's, there's, there's nigga in that, but there ain't no stand up nigga in that. There's nigga in that. <laughs> I feel like that because I feel like he's standing on business. I feel like he's saying, well, yeah, I was in this shit. Yeah, this time. But he was like, hey, if a nigga with me and I'm getting in trouble for a whole bunch of shit, even if he did what he did to help me, if he, if he, if, if, if I ain't telling him to do it, that's what I'm standing on, hey nigga. Yeah, that motherfucker did that shit. Yeah, it wasn't legal. Yeah, it wasn't. I ain't telling him to do it. <laughs> yeah, but I, nah. Yeah, let's keep it real though. Let's keep it real though. But that's he's not, telling these motherfuckers to do it and then and then throwing them under the bus. Hey, look, because look, it was said behind closed doors. You lie with dogs, you get fleas. I don't feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for nobody who got in bed with Donald Trump. And so, yeah, right. you got to stand on yourself. He's nobody stand up does. On himself, nigga. He has to. 
Look, I man, mean, yeah, he's standing up for himself, but with yeah, your yeah, choice yeah. words of stand up nigga, that nigga, he's yeah, nigga, not stand up. No, no, I don't have to. I don't have to listen. I have to stand up for me. I have to stand up for my family. I have to stand up for the people I love. I don't have to stand up for a lawyer that was getting paid to do some criminal shit for me. Ty, I don't have to stand up for Ty, Ty, he will throw. He will throw everybody in his entire family under the bus if he if that means he stays out of jail, bro. He'll he burn his kids too. Trust me on that. Trust me on that. Yeah, man. The thing, nah, man. His actions. You know what the thing really is, though, is the the thing. I'm not the saying thing really is. I'm just saying the <laughs> thing behind this though really is is this though. It's who's going to be the one to achieve that feat. Who's going to set that precedent of a president going to jail? And I, 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 I Tish James is the one that's been pushing the hardest. I don't know if it'll happen, but she's been the one that's been pushing the hardest. But now I, I feel you know, TJ. Like I, I get the the Trump shit, it, and it comes and goes with the wind. On because you you hear about it and then it's silent. Then you hear about it and then it's mm -hmm. silent. And it's obvious, it's obviously a play for us to forget about it. And just like before when he first ran and all the shit that came out then, it was just, well, again, people are laying out facts, but people had their own minds made up and ran with, yeah, but that's every, you know, ran with the notion of, yeah, but everybody does that. Yeah, but they, it, my, everybody, you know, my uncle did the same thing. Yeah, but this, yeah, but that. And people run with that notion, and it's just yeah, like, but your uncle went to jail, bro. Your uncle went and, to jail. That, <laughs> right, 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 right. But I'm saying it in the sense of people feel a sense of relatability <laughs> and want to run with it and side with it because they see mm -hmm. it. But like you said, your uncle went to jail. While you're caping for somebody who's skating that don't give a fuck, he won't puss on you if you're burning on fire. Yeah. But mm -mm. I'll tell you this, but Hunter Biden ain't helping. <laughs> but he ain't got shit. And see, that's the funny thing that they it's that's the deflection name that they love to run with. That's the deflection when mm -hmm. while while the Cheeto's son is doing way more we did way more corrupt shit with other freaking politicians and stuff around the world. This guy's getting caught out there because he's a crackhead and all that other shit. But deflect, deflect, deflect. But Tyrone, here's the thing, though. With Hunter Biden, they had witnesses for Hunter Biden in, 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 the, in the Senate. And they testified and they literally said to them, we found nothing. We found nothing. Witness after witness after witness that they brought up there. And it was just a, like, it was an embarrassing day for the Republican Party because they they couldn't nail Hunter Biden to anything they were trying to get him on. They wanted, it was a, it's a Mickey, it's a circus. It's just a circus, bro. It's, it's all performative. It's all just to, just to distract you from what's going on. They, 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 they trying to make up the rules as they go along. You see this shit, they just trying to make up the rules as they go along. Now, uh, the chick in um, the lawyer in Atlanta, they made up a rule that they want to prosecute prosecutors for going after government officials. Like, what yeah, right, kind of right. shit is that? Like, all because all because they were going after Trump. Like, they didn't do this five years ago. Where was this 10 years ago when they had actual corrupt prosecutors putting putting black folks and people of color in jail? They didn't go after them then. Now you want to go after them now? Like, come on, man. 
you know, anytime we level up and try to play their game, they change the rules or they move the goalposts. It's been like that forever. And now they're doing it right in our face and they don't give a shit anymore. And, and it's crazy because we, we, we claim to be the best com- country in the world, right? And our government is a fucking embarrassment, dude. <laughs> Stuff like this is fucking embarrassing to see that the government is so stupid. Like, this is mm-hmm. legit. It's legit stupidity. And it's just like, and they're, and, they're, and they're playing in our face. And we have to allow it because we live in this country. And we've been yes, they are. in this country. But they playing right in our face. And they, and they take us as a joke. The American people and, and and our government is embarrassing, bro. Like this shit is a total embarrassment. Both of our presidential candidates are embarrassing the fuck out of our country right now, and one of them is going to be president again. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. that's weird because it's, it's like that's weird because he right said, and in the very constitution these cats claim to live to love, look up what. The penalty is for treason, sedition, and crimes against the state. And then he sent the link exactly. that we can't click on right now. But see, the one thing is, is, is one person looks like a joke because, yeah, he'd be falling asleep and shit. He'd be studying through words and things like that. But policy-wise, I, and I don't have him in front of me to quote, he's done way more than what the Cheeto did, which put a lot of people in tax hell. Put a lot of people in fucked up tax claiming in situations with the IRS when he they when we thought when we thought oh you're not happy with that somebody said this to my face are you not happy with that extra hundred dollars in your check that you get yeah thank trunk for that yeah okay whoopee that changed my life changed my life but 2023 definitely was a life changer for many and it's the close for us as far as this episode is concerned. And so next week when we do the year in review, I want to take a different approach because I've been having, and I, a lot of podcasts do this and you know, normally we don't run with the, we're doing what everybody else does, but I do want to have some fun with this. I want to kind of make it like an award show where we all, we all pick our own answers for each topic. So let's pick, but let's tonight, and then we'll close out the show. And I got I got a pen and paper right now to write it down. As you see, old school four color drum that I need for work. But um, let's pick the topics that we we we're gonna put nominees for. Tyrone, you go first. Um, I don't know. I want to pick. I want to pick the nominees for the asshole of the year. That that's something that I can relate to. <laughs> And that's something that gives a wide variety of that's a flooded that's a flooded category, my man. <laughs> that means we Word. can come up with some good nominees and some good reasons why they but, got nominated, you know what I'm saying? But that's why, so that's why, so this is what we'll do. And I already wrote down asshole of the year is one of the one of the nominations, one of the awards categories. We'll give, we'll each give a runner-up, aka you know, as just a nomination and a winner for each category that we put down tonight. So TJ, we got asshole of the year. What you got? Okay. Ooh, now now Todd got me thinking because he said asshole of the year. That was 
That was spicy. I like that. <laughs> um, shout out to shout out to TV Jakes. <laughs> and the Pow Bottom Award goes to. <laughs> oh, for the year 2023. Um, oh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it sports because uh, these these contracts are out of control. These contracts are out of control. Baseball has has done flipped the script again with these contracts, and um, so I'm gonna go with um. Uh, best, best representation of an athlete for the year. Best representation of an athlete for the year. Yes, because these agents got these dudes paid this year. And there's, and outside of baseball, there's a couple of other people that got some serious bread. So I'm gonna go with best representation. I, I already got a runner up in my mind already, and then I'm gonna go to the winner. But I'm, I'm gonna do that. Uh, so I wrote down yeah, so pretty much best sports agent of the year. That's what we want to keep yeah. it. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna keep the obvious yeah. ones: best, best team, best individual, male and female. And we're gonna keep it, and we're gonna keep this in the whole world of sports. So pro wrestling is is tied within this too. Pro wrestling mm-hmm. is going to be tied within this too. It doesn't specifically have to be just wrestling, just football, just baseball, yada, yada, yada. Um, I'll keep it simple, and I'm going to run with just the uh, biggest moment of the year. Uh, I'm, I'm going to keep it negative again, and I'm going to say what the greatest disappointment of the year. Hmm. Mm. I think I got one for that already. <laughs> um, TJ, go ahead. Biggest, yeah, biggest disappointment slash fall from grace. Fall from grace. Wow, that changes a little bit. <laughs> Set power bottom mm. again. <laughs> yeah. So disappointment, fall from grace. TJ, what you what you thinking of? Hmm? I said, what you thinking of? What what are you come on? We need some more. Well, we got two. Or are you freezing? How many, oh, how many we got? Because we got two other guys that gotta put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll get there. We'll get theirs in the in in our group chat. But right mm-hmm. now we got asshole of the year, best sports agent of the year. Best team, best individual, male, female. Uh, We'll do the same thing, men, women, sports team for team. But what I'm saying is we don't, we ain't giving our Grammys now, so we don't want 35 awards. No, but we're going to fill the, we're going to fill the whole show. So we can have as many awards as we want that, that just covers the whole scope of 2023. Okay. So, as I said, so again, asshole of the year. Best sports agent, best team, male and female, best individual, male and female. Biggest moment of the year, greatest disappointment slash fall from grace. 
Let's, what 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 are you thinking of, TJ? Uh, um, gotta have something funny. I mean, well, I guess asshole of the year is gonna be funny, but I was thinking, um, oh, I got mine. I was gonna say best com best comic of the year, but I mean, there really hasn't been too many comics out there that have been really doing a thing like that. I don't think in twenty twenty three. Um, hmm, I gotta, I gotta think on it. I gotta think on it. I, I, in the group chat, I have, I have more time to uh, get back to you on that. But I think I have. A, I might have keep thinking because we're gonna go around. We're gonna go around again. But I got, yeah, I got two that they kind of run together, but we we'll keep them separate. I got meme of the year, and so meme and the meme of the year will run with like. You know, either like like uh, either an actual meme, an actual picture, or like uh, something that went viral on TikTok. Well, actually, no, because actually I put meme in here and and best viral moment. So it kind of runs differently because like meme of the year. Why I was thinking about it because at work tonight and yesterday and yesterday when I was at home with my kids, I kept every time we hear like me and my kids. Every time we hear the word biscuit, and Tyrone, you should be familiar with this because of TikTok. Every time we hear the word biscuit, we start going, taste the biscuits, taste the goodness of the biscuits. <laughs> we start singing that shit. Or at work, we was just like the, the one with the woman that goes, surprise, 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 yeah. surprise. Like, we're doing that shit. So I'll add in moments and shit like that in meme in the year. And then, of course, best viral moment for what, you know, the Internet shit like or, or, you know, obviously, as we just mentioned, the power bottoms that 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 happened to be very viral. But go ahead, TJ. So worst sports host of the year, like uh, with Skip, oh, yes. Stephen A, Shannon, you know, Nick, all them dudes. Yes. Worst sports comment, sports personality comment. Comments or whoever you would, however you want to call them, of the year because there there was a there was a there was a healthy there's a healthy running this year of, of the bullshit with these guys this year. I'm with so that. We can definitely Nick Wright. Nick there. Wright is in my Hall of Fame already. Nick Wright. <laughs> I know he's the worst. I know, but I mean, but also true. Like, when is you had to, you know. Oh, but when you when you uh when I, I love her. I love watching her on ESPN. But Kimberly Martin went down to Malika Andrews' room in just like this past week. When oh, she made that. comments about she made comments about Cam Newton because Cam Newton was talking about quarterback play. And it literally was a moment that was like, yo. You never played the game of football on that level. Cam Newton's comments coming from a Heisman Trophy winner, rookie of the year, made it to the Super Bowl, was one of the better quarterbacks, one of the best quarterbacks in his time when he played the game. His comments are way more valid than almost any person on TV that didn't play the games ever. And that's kind of how that shit went left. So I'll find some videos, some clips, some shit to send you. But yeah, like thinking about people like that, like that, Malika Andrews, shit like that, you know, 
how how silent they were about the kid from uh, Oklahoma City and all that. Like, yeah, there's a there's a, a a lot of them. You know, even Mad Dog Russo some days, even though a lot of times he's pretty decent. Everybody, I'm sure people in there are probably thinking about Kendrick Perkins right now. But Kendrick Perkins is really not that bad. You just hate his opinion because he don't match yours. A lot of people. Mad Dog Russo has Shaquille O'Neal as the fifth best center in NBA history. So I, he's up there on my list for the work. That was, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was a moment. That was a moment. So that was a moment. The worst sports. Better than Shaq. How about worst? Worst sports show. Um, yeah, worst sports show. I mean, I, I already, I already got. I got it. What about oh, um, silence is only because I'm writing. What about best event of the year? And that could be any event. Best sporting event. Best, you know, wrestling event. Best award show. Just like yeah. events that happen during the year. I got that. I wrote that down. Okay. I mean, our sports show. Our, I have I have my winner and runner up already in my in the books for me. Two separate networks. I'll just leave it at that. Two separate networks. But yeah. uh Yeah. What else you got, TJ? How about all right, I I'm got one for you before you. Like... Why you think while you think I got one for you. <laughs> episode of our podcast. Ooh, that's oh, that's already Ooh, no. There's a couple. That's gonna be hard. There's a couple. I'm no, nah, I'm gonna run. I can run that back this weekend, but I know there's a couple that were really good. I hope. I hope it's one of the ones that includes me. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you were one of them. Voltron slander. <laughs> what about just the overall winner of the year? Like who we think won the year as a person in general? You know. Good one. Who won 2023? The Mizma. <laughs> Y'all see my belts. <laughs> I think I got my winner. I got my winner, and a certain tribe of people might enjoy this. Oh, one. what you got? I I, I know what I know what's going to be part of the event that that's got to be in the best event of the year, and it, it's got to be the Alabama. Bolt situation Ooh, with the yeah. steel chair and the people getting clocked upside the head. That's got to be that's got to be one of the best events of the year. <laughs> that could be that could be in a couple of these categories. Best event, best viral, best viral moment, best fucking meme with all the with all the fucking chair shot memes out there. Hey, we can have somebody going out. We can have one of these things going on like Lauren Hill at the Grammy. <laughs> you should be glad that I even showed up. They, there's a moment. There's a worst moment of the year for people. That's that's a that's a good nominee. That's a good nominee. But uh, let me run through what we got so far for now. But uh, again, asshole of the year, best sports agent, best team, best individual, 
um, biggest moments of the year, greatest disappointment slash fall from grace, meme of the year, best viral moments, worst sports host, worst sports show, best sports show, event of the year, best episode of our podcast. Who won 2023? I like this one. It said CM Punk, CM Punk fucked up the bag and still got the bag. He won 2023. In the wrestling world, probably. I would give it to Will o- Will Ospreay won 2023 in my book across the board in wrestling. Actual wrestling, mm-hmm. not just the talking. But when you think so what? Who who lost 2023 too? Who lost 2023 too? That, that, that yeah. Who won, who lost? Right. Even who lost kind of ties into the disappointment, things like that, but it it could be separate. A disappointment doesn't mean that they actually lost the year, but I'm like, yeah, true. No, biggest, you're right. You're right. And the biggest disappointment can be an event. It doesn't have to be a sad person, you know? Who sad. lost when Whoever, again, I don't even know who you are, Facebook user. This is the last time, once again, no. oh, it's, is this big no. O actually saying this shit? Is that, how about best member of the show? I'm gonna say no. it's big O. Is it is it big O though? Is this is this big O making these comments though? We can't do best <laughs> member of the show, bro. They trying to get that's nah. divide, somebody's trying to divide and conquer us. Nah, it's not okay. I'm, I'm like, no disrespect, but I'm like LeBron James every year. I, I'm the MVP, but nah. No, I'm joking. But it is it is it is big it is big O. Big O should know from being on the show. Streamyard.com slash Facebook. Well, we almost done anyway. So but yeah, man. So oh, since you in the comments, what you got to add on other than best member of the show? Best member of the show needs to show up on the <laughs> Best 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 member of the show can't be a witness protection. You gotta turn on the lights. Remember the feds ran in on him doing one episode? Remember the feds ran in on him on the one episode? What the song up? Well, you say with who the what? Remember the feds ran in on him on the one episode? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's definitely part of one of the best episodes we had. I know that was probably like, like, <laughs> said the feds ran in on him. Meanwhile, it was his mother with the belt. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what up? You got something else, TJ? Oh, he Did he freeze again? again? I don't know. Looks like it. God damn it. But anyway, when he when he comes back, a little final shout out and all that. But this well, is good moving. enough for now. Okay, TJ, I was trying to ask, did you have something else? But I guess I guess a big ass raccoon came to chase him out of something. <laughs> oh no! You know, you know, you're upstate. But yeah, nah, we we done for now. I think I think it's yeah. enough for now. We'll take it to our group chat. 
uh, mm-hmm. for the rest to fill it out. But we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. We got 15 joints right now. We can get up to like 20 more just to, to make a nice full show out of it. But this is going to be fun, funny next week. We're not going to be on this Sunday with the whole New Year's Eve and all that. So we'll return the following Sunday back regular with the mm-hmm. full, the real 20, 2023 Song 5 award show, which is, again, the annual recap show. We're just doing it differently. And yeah, y'all know what to do. I forgot to have the scroll on the bottom, but the Song5Podcast.com, the Song5Podcast on Face Group. Remember, when you're looking for the real, the original Starting 5 podcast, look for that black and white logo that you see on the back of the screen. Hooksrub.com. I forgot to keep the box up there because it looked like the homie Wiki Ian might be doing a HHDG Media podcast. Changed up the background and shit, but Hooksrub.com, 20% off your order using the code Starting 5. Tyrone. Yeah, um, this was fun. I can't wait till next week to wrap up. I'm doing my wrap up show probably tomorrow at, at my regular scheduled time. And um, yeah, this was fun. Um, I'm waiting till next week. And like I said, it's kind of it's kind of cool that we can just come on and just like, you know, wing shows. But it's kind of it's a lot better when we prepare. You know what I mean? Even though we can come on and do whatever we want, but but being prepared, those shows usually work out. A, a, a little bit more smooth and better because we we already got what we're going to say in our mindsets and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to next week. Um, this year is over, man. And uh, next year, it, it wasn't looking too bright for me. And now it, it, the business is picked up. So, you know, uh, next year, I, 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 well, I say it every year, but next year might be the year for me. I feel like I'm going into there with a different confidence than I had a few months ago. And uh, you guys are part of that confidence. And so... Um, <coughs> I'm, I'm so grateful for this opportunity that you've given me. You know what I mean? And I just, I, I always want to uh, reiterate that. Words, words. TJ, final shout out that we out of here. Uh-oh. You're not frozen because you're moving. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Would you like to close out the show, TJ? Yeah, technology is failing me this evening, yo. I apologize. So we have the final shout out if you want to catch up. <laughs> we out. All right, I guess we out. Yeah, I guess he can't. Peace to the same right. planets, peace to Ishtar. Oh, he, uh, he got what was the other one? That was the third one. We he got the peace sign in. I think that's yeah, enough failure the- for the night. <laughs> we have a- peace. Peace.